Hi and welcome to the Demand Matrix podcast series Sunny Side Up. I'm Paroma. I'll be your host for the day. Hi Brandon, welcome to the Sunny Side Up podcast by Demand Matrix. We're super happy to have you here today. We're Really happy to welcome Brandon Bonanson to the show today. He's the founder and the CEO of Seamless AI, and uh, he's here to talk about his entrepreneurial journey and share some very relevant and interesting tips on B2B sales today with us. So Brandon, over to you. It would be great if you can tell the audience a little bit about you. Feel free to tell them about your hobbies, your favorite pets, anything that, that you think they should know. Let them get to really know you. And yes, yeah, tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. What has the last four years been like for you? And uh, yeah, throw in a little bit about the last two books you've written as well. We'd love to know about it. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much for having us. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm Brandon Bernanson, founder and CEO of Seamless.ai. I got started in entrepreneurialism when I was 18, launched a company that did $10 million in sales when I was a freshman, sophomore, junior in college for the gambling industry. And then they made online gambling illegal. So I launched a second company called InMobile, text message marketing software. After three years, that was an utter failure. So I then went into sales, selling for IBM Interactive and Google. And when I was selling for IBM and Google, I would spend $250,000 on sales databases. And when I had a team of 10, 20 that I was managing, we'd buy, we'd write a big check for these sales databases. And then when we would go sell to all of our prospects, uh, none of them were in the databases. So almost lost my job and realized, hey, we should build a search engine that finds every single person that you need to sell to in real time, just like Google does. So uh, worked with all of my friends in my network across Google, IBM, and other companies. And we built Seamless.ai to help us find everyone we need to sell to and get their emails, cell phones, and insights instantly. And launched the company, sold our employers first on using it. And then we got our first hundred customers within 90 days and then quit our jobs and went full-time on building the company from the ground up. And now we help 30,879 SaaS companies connect opportunity faster than ever before with the world's best sales leads. So it's been a hell of a journey and a lot of hard work, but thrilled and honored to be here and help the world connect to, to each other and the opportunity faster than ever before. That sounds amazing, you know, and we will get to the point on talking about some of the initial challenges you faced when you were initially setting up the company. But before that, we'd love to know a little bit about your books. Yeah. So I built Seamless.ai because I needed to sell faster. I needed mm-hmm. to automate all of my endless list building. I needed to automate all of my endless scouring millions of websites for emails, for phone numbers, for insights, all the manual CRM data entry. So I built Seamless just to help me sell faster because I wanted to go from making $100,000 a year to making a million dollars a year. And Seamless helped me make over seven figures a year in sales faster than ever before. And then when I realized like, hey, if it could help me become a multimillionaire in sales, I want to help people like the audience listening do the same because if I could help you make a lot of money, we'll make a lot of money. And that's just a very purpose-driven servant leadership mindset. If I can help the world maximize their potential, then I'm going to win. And everyone I know is going to win and we're going to be happy and we're going to be fulfilled. So Seamless was my secret weapon when I was selling for IBM and Google. And I'm like, I am not going to share this with anyone. And then then my mind shifted. If I die tomorrow and no one can use this powerful software I am not living up to my true potential. Now I'm not being a servant leader. And the same goes with my books. So 
over the course of a decade, selling for IBM, selling for Google, selling for my multi-million dollar startups, I wrote a book, 1,800 pages of sales scripts. Literally over the course of a decade, I wrote thousands of sales scripts, tens of thousands of pages. And I'm like, this is what I used. I used CMLS plus these sales scripts, became a multimillionaire in sales. And these scripts, I was like, I'm going to keep to myself. I'm not going to share with anyone. This is like my secret weapon. And then I realized if I die tomorrow and I don't share them with anyone and no one can uh, maximize their potential using them, you know, I'm, I'm, I've lost the impact and the legacy that I could build in helping other people. So I wrote 12 sales books. It's called the seven figure sales scripts. And each book has over 150 word for word sales scripts to overcome every single sales objection. I'm not interested. It's too expensive. Already working with someone, send me more information. What's your guarantee? Call me back later. Every single sales script we wrote a book on that's hundreds of pages of word for word sales scripts to make millions in sales. Also wrote a book on how to make millions in sales with emailing, how to make millions in sales with calling, how to make millions in sales with LinkedIn, how to make millions with lists. So these 12 books I wrote over the course of six months because I already had tens of thousands of pages written over the course of the decade of my sales career. And then we just decided to give it to the world. And then we also are doing an interview book, Sales Secrets from the Top 1%, secretsalesbook.com. So if you go to Amazon, you can get the script books by just searching Brandon Bornanson. And then for the Sales Secrets from the Top 1%, you can get it at secretsalesbook.com. That's secretsalesbook.com. That all sounds pretty interesting. And I think every B2B salesperson would find it very useful. And, you know, they'd be able to use your books as a handy book, as a guide when they're planning yeah. the campaigns and the outreach. Yeah. Well, you know, what was crazy is like, we built Seamless to help you go from being able to sell to like 15 to 20 people a day to thousands mm -hmm. a day. And then what I realized was all of my users and customers, these th tens of thousands of SaaS companies, they got on the software and then they didn't know what to say to the leads. So they'd be able to go from 20 people being able to prospect and sell to, to a thousand. And they're like, Brandon, how the hell do I sell to a thousand people a day? Like, what do you say? What do you do? How do you pitch it? How do you overcome these objections? And I'm like, you know what? I got to take my secret book that I've got in this 10,000 page Google doc. And I just got to give it to the world. And I can't be scared of people copying it, stealing it, whatever. Just give it to the world. We really appreciate what you did. So, so are there any other books in the pipeline that you'll be working on or this is it for the moment? That's 13 books in six months. So I'm a little burned out on books because obviously I'm still okay. the CEO and founder of Seamless.ai. Yeah. But that being said, I do have a sales interview book. And next, I just launched a President's Club Mastermind. So bringing together seven-figure sales earners all together in a community so we could share ideas, strategies, tips, best practices, wins that we're accomplishing. And it's uh, it's called President's Club Mastermind. So a lot of my focus has been on launching the mastermind, continuously building Seamless.ai. I want to go from 30,000 companies to a million companies helping. And then we will be launching a seven-figure sales system course just to help salespeople 
you have your hands in so many buckets. You're so, uh, I'm sure you're extremely busy every single day. That's amazing how you manage all of it. And I'm sure while you were starting off, especially as an entrepreneur, there were some initial challenges that you faced and we'd love to know about them. So, you know, I think we have a lot of tech entrepreneurs who listen in here. We almost died four, three times. My company almost went bankrupt three times. I had to pitch 337 venture capitalists to fundraise. Mm -hmm. So the good news is, is, um, I went from making 100,000 to making over a million dollars in sales using seamless.ai, the world's best sales lead. So, you know, built the platform, 10x my income, became a multimillionaire. The problem with that was I had so much money in the bank that I went to bootstrap the company and I wanted to own 100% of the equity and I didn't want to bring mm-hmm. on any partners, you name it. So I kept hiring these tech engineers to join me and we, I just had high turnover. I had people that thought we would build the next Facebook in a day. And I burned years. One year we built the software, then we had to rebuild it for another year. Then we had to rebuild it because I just had high turnover with engineers and all this other jazz. And that's when I shifted. I was like, okay, I'm going to raise millions of funding. I'm going to bring on the world's best engineers. I'm going to give them a piece of the pie. I want them to win big. If we all win big, you know, I want my whole company to win big as we win big. And it was hell. I mean, now I'm having a lot of fun, but for three years straight, it was rise and grind, 18 hours a day, seven days a week, absolute hell to survive and thrive. Now it's 18 hours a day, seven days a week. I work I work seven days a week. Anyone that knows me, I just hustle on this stuff because I love it. It's my passion. It's and why it's I'm what? here on this earth, but it's not as much hardship. Like we finally right. broke through the, the hardship and now, you know, we launched our product last year. And it's been massive hockey stick growth, which is amazing. But people don't see the the two years prior, the three years prior of trying to build a product and the struggles and almost going bankrupt two or three times and partners quitting and people trying to steal from you. There's a lot of back history to the success. Absolutely. So given all of this and given all that you went through while you were setting this successful company up, would your key tips to new upcoming tech entrepreneurs be? Do you have any specific advice, especially when it comes to raising funding? Go all in for 10 years. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have a 10 year mindset, I would have quit. I just knew from being a successful entrepreneur and also a, a failing entrepreneur previously, I ran a successful company that did 10 million in sales. And I ran a second company that lost everything I owned. So I I already knew that it would take 10 years of like the only way to build a billion dollar company. I'm on a mission to build a company that does a million dollars in sales a day because I know I'm generating a million dollars or more in value a day for my customers. And I'm on a mission to positively impact a billion people. The only way to do that a million dollars a day or to do a company that does a billion dollars in sales every year it just takes it 10 years of hard work, 10 years of rise and grind, hard work, optimization, execution. The first three to five years are going to be startup hell. And then the next five years are going to be like fast track growth, tweaks, optimizations. First two to five years are going to be all product market fit, figuring out the business model, figuring out the ideal customers, personas, niches, you name it. So those are the hardest years. And 97, 98, 99% of entrepreneurs will quit in the first two to five years because those are the hardest. But if you make it past year two, three, four, years four through 10, you're building a billion dollar business, you know, if you've got a big enough market. So I'm on a mission Mm -hmm. to build a billion dollar company. I want to positively impact a billion people. 
And from the beginning, I said, I'm going to live and breathe building this thing for 10 years, even if it means losing everything I own, my house, my car, my relationships. I'm all in on this, no matter what. And that's what passion is about in entrepreneurs. So that's amazing to hear, Brandon, and we're with you on this journey. And coming up next, given all your expertise in B2B and tech sales, we'd love to know what, according to you, you see teams facing major challenges with today. What are they still struggling with? And what are some of your top tips that you can share, given your experience and expertise as a sales thought leader? Yeah, I would say, number one, picking a niche and getting rich. Too many companies, Mm -hmm. too many salespeople, too many CFOs, they try to sell a product to too many people. Instead of trying to sell something to everyone, I I recommend selling one thing to one person in one industry, one persona. Pick a niche and get rich. Go laser specific. What is the one industry that you could sell to? What is the one employee size that you could sell to? What is the one title at the companies with those employee sizes in that one industry that you could sell to? And then write All of your sales call scripts, email scripts, social scripts, video scripts, text scripts, objection handling scripts, your pitches, your ads, your case studies, your testimonials, your reviews to that one persona at that one employee size at that one industry. And that message with that lead list will cut through the ice, will cut through the noise like a laser to book appointments and close deals. You know, I book on average 75 to 100 appointments a day, all the way down to the sales lead and sales call. The only way I'm able to do that is because I'm laser focused on a niche. I have a massive list with that niche using seamless.ai or whatever platform you need to use. And then my messaging is so laser focused on that one persona. So when I call, email, social sell to my lead list from Seamless, the message with the perfect email, cell phones, and insights, cuts through the noise, closes the deal faster than ever before. This is very specific advice, very relevant in today's time. The markets are so big and everyone will tell you Mm -hmm. to sell something to everyone. But if you go into a mall and you're like, hey, everybody, listen to me, listen to me. I've got something to say. Hey, everybody, listen to me. People are going to walk by you at the mall and think you're crazy. But if you go up to the mall and you're like, hey, Stacy." With the Victoria's Secrets bag and the lids cap, blue Nike cap, Stacy's going to look at you and be like, huh, who is this guy? Why is he talking to me? What does he have to say to me? How can he help me? Like that cuts through the noise. So you got to cut through the noise. You got to cut through the audience, get laser specific on the niche. Then you have to build your list. Then you have to write your scripts and then you execute your sales activity to get rich. So niche, lists, scripts, activity, rich. As simple as that. Amazing formula. Thank you, Brendan. So obviously to do all of this tech sales teams in the tech and B2B marketing industry will require a fair sales tech stack to enable their efforts. So what, according to you, will drive demand for sales tech in the future? And what should teams be using automation most for in all of this? Yeah, I think what Demand Matrix does, what Seamless does, You've got so many amazing companies out there right now. And whether it's list building with seamless.ai, whether it's intent data and technology data with demand matrix, or it's advertising, lookalike advertising, retargeting, marketing automation. Once you figure out your niche, 
once you've built your lists, I would leverage all the technology, Salesforce workflow automation, like an outreach or a sales loft. I would get a, a list building platform like Seamless. I'd get figuring out the demographics, behavioral graphics, like a demand matrix. And then I would also do marketing automation, like a Marketo, Eloqua, Pardot, HubSpot. Then I'd also then look at advertising. What can help automate my ad, like paid advertising so that I've got the sales automation, I've got the marketing automation, and I could do account-based sales and marketing at scale. So no matter what, any one of my ideal customers at any one of my ideal accounts, I want them to see seamless and I want them to see the value propositions, the ROI, the case studies, the transformations, the reviews, the testimonials, the ideas, the strategies, the tips, the best practices that we can share to help get them from where they are today to where they want to go tomorrow. And seamless is the ship to take you to the magical island, not the fire festival island. I'm talking like the all-inclusive world's best vacation, you know, to go from, from where you're at today to where you want to go tomorrow. We've got the ship to take you there. And then you just have to do the sales automation and the marketing automation. All of this is so relevant. Thank you for all these interesting insights. And, you know, given the books that you've written and all the scripts that you've shared with the world already through your books, what according to you should every B2B sales conversation have to help drive faster closures? Great question sales discovery, right? For you to take me from where I'm at today to where I want to go tomorrow, you need to figure that out. I recently bought a 90 inch TV. It's massive. I needed to hang the massive TV on the wall. If you came to me and you tried to sell me the drill to put the hole in the wall, I don't know how to drill. I don't know how to put a hole in the wall. I don't know how to hang up almost a hundred inch TV. I don't know anything about that. Don't sell me the drill. Don't sell me even the hole in the wall. I want you to sell me, Brandon, you just bought a TV. You need to get it on the wall and have it perfectly hanging so you can enjoy it. Take me from where I'm at today to where I want to go tomorrow. I don't give a shit about the features. I don't give a shit about the benefits. I don't care about the drill. I don't care about the hole to put the TV on the wall. Just take me from where I'm at today to where I want to go tomorrow. The only way to do that is by executing amazing sales discovery efficiently and effectively. So, so you mm -hmm. know exactly what's their current state, what's their future state, then how do you fill that gap to take them from current state to future state, from state A to state B, as fast, as cost-effective, as perfect, and as efficient as possible. And if you solve that problem, if you take me from New York and I want to go on vacation to the all-inclusive island, that's not fire Festival, but literally a uh, sandals resort or whatever the top, I don't take vacations because I just work 24 seven. But if I did <laughs> take your prospects to that magical Island, that all inclusive state that they want to go to. And the only way to do that is to execute amazing sales discovery. These were some amazing insights and tips on B2B sales for today, Brandon. Thank you so much for your time. Are there any other key takeaways and words of advice you'd like to share as a parting thought? As an entrepreneur, anything on work-life balance, I'm not so sure you should answer that because you tend to work 24-7, so I'm not sure whether there's work-life balance there. But yeah, go for it. As an entrepreneur, you have to love what you do. And I love what I do. I get to positively impact tens mm -hmm. of thousands of people. And I'm on a mission to positively impact a billion people. So my mission is so big that 
my work is my work-life balance. If I'm not working, I'm not balanced. Mm -hmm. I do relax every now and then, but when I'm off, I'm thinking about work. When I'm off, I'm thinking about trying to positively impact a billion people. I don't believe in work-life balance. I just believe in what is your purpose on this world and go all Mm -hmm. out to execute that purpose, to make it a reality. Everyone that knows me knows that's just how I operate. But my other advice is just believe in yourself and realize that you're living well below your potential. Every day, I continuously recognize that I'm thinking too small, I'm acting too small, I'm executing too small, I'm operating too small, and I haven't even achieved one one hundredth of what I should be achieving. And that's exciting. It's also a little demoralizing. You know, you just have to think big and you have to go after it because wherever you're thinking, whatever you're doing right now, you're not thinking big enough and you could go bigger, you could go harder and you could go faster and just keep trying to figure out every single day how you could go bigger, harder, faster. Amazing thoughts and amazing words, Brandon. Thank you so much. We hope you have an amazing day ahead. And, yeah. uh, we appreciate and, and everyone, you feel free to join Seamless.ai, the world's best sales leads for free. You can find emails, phone numbers, and insights for any professional in the world. Also, if you want to pick up the Sales Secrets book, go to secretsalesbook.com, secretsalesbook.com. And if you want over 10,000 pages of sales scripts, word-for-word sales scripts, you can pick up any of the books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search Brandon Bornanson or Seven Figure Sales Scripts, and you'll have all the books. And uh, would love to connect with all of you on LinkedIn. I love connecting. Just shoot me a request or follow me. I connect with everyone. I want to help all of you get to where you're at today to where you want to go tomorrow to maximize your potential. Well, thanks so much, Brandon. I hope everyone got that and we'll mention it when we publish the episode anyway. So they'll have it right there in front of them as well. Thanks, Brandon, and have an awesome day ahead. You too. Thank you so much for having me today. Really appreciate it.